This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the goddess of food critique and writing Ann Christensen and myself, Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. On this week's edition of This Bites, we're going to talk all things dumplings here in Milwaukee and in Chicago. Then we've got some stuff to talk about, a cool uh, pop-up that's happened at Laughing Taco, a steakhouse by the name of Jake's in Pewaukee, and uh, a cooking school hosted by Glory Oso. But let's kick it off with the the new edition of Milwaukee Magazine is out, or soon to be out, right, Ann? Yep. So you have uh, did a little dumpling roundup in Milwaukee. A little dumpling. Can you talk about that? You and I like dumplings, right? Yes. You're a dumpling fan. Can't go wrong with too many dumplings. You know, I would say overall, I mean, there are many different styles of dumplings, really like them. I led off with a roundup of um, five places where you can get dumplings. Okay. First one is called Lucky Ginger. It's been around for yeah. a little while. It's an Asian place right here on Water Street in the Third Ward. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's an order that it takes like 30 minutes extra. You know, you, yeah. you know when you're placing the order, you're going to get, it's going to take a little extra time, mm-hmm. but it's worth it. These are pork dumplings. Again, sort of um, just when you get them pan fried, that, that little bit of coated crispy brown exterior that just has a great texture and um you know i i think there's always that you know consideration of like dumpling to meat ratio or dumpling to filling you know what i mean and i don't know about you do you want a lot more like meat or filling inside i like it sounds weird and it sounds like a a weak lame answer i like a balance i like a balance too yeah Yeah. I i don't like it overfilled I don't like it underfilled. Under, yeah. I think I think I'd rather have it overfilled than underfilled. Let's put it that way. You and I are fans of the spicy pork dumplings at um, Dan Dan or Szechuan pork yes. dumplings. Um, really love those. Those they you know I just can't say enough about them. They're really great. Um, Especially with the Szechuan oil. Yeah. And... But you know what? I also really like their veggie momo. Yeah. Which is an option. Like if you do it's their lunch, lunch special. Opera, yeah. Yeah. And um, I like them. They it's like a curried mustard green and tofu filling. Mm-hmm. And again, it has that really nice like al dente texture. They're kind of firm, but they're just tender enough. Um, the chiel, which is like a fusion Himalayan place out okay. in Deansville, mm-hmm. they they do uh, different kinds of well, they do a momo a N- Nepal style momo, but it seems you know fairly similar to some of the dumplings. In the sense of you can get them steamed, pan fried, the fillings that they do um, a little bit different. Um, they uh, there's actually um, a version well filled with lamb. I actually think it's I really like wow. that one. Yeah, and again you can you can ask for it to be um, to be pan fried um, or steamed, you know whatever you prefer. And then it comes with this um, spicy pickled vegetable. Akar or achar, mm. I, I never say that correctly, but that's like a relish that that's very traditional to eat with them. Those are delicious. Easy Tiger does a twelve-hour pho broth for their beef dumplings. Yeah, I heard about that one. That's Those are really I, good. Yeah. yeah. And um, do you want me to mention the last one? Yeah, we'll knock it out. Momo me. Momo me. Momo me, which um, you know the uh, Zhao Long Bao. Yeah. Am the I soup saying dumpling. that right? Yeah, the soup dumpling. Yeah. Like the other, I think it's only two places to do soup, soup yeah, dumplings. Yeah, they're hard to find. Yeah. 
Coming up, we'll continue our conversation more about dumplings, about a dumpling fest in Chicago this coming Sunday. We'll be right back. Support for this bite comes from your membership and Society Insurance, an insurance company serving up a smorgasbord of coverages to restaurants and bars. Society Insurance offers restaurants and bar owners tailored insurance options. A full menu of Society's coverages, as well as risk prevention tips, are available at societyinsurance.com. 88.9's new podcast series, Backspin, the search for Milwaukee's first hip-hop song is now available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and at RadioMilwaukee.org slash Backspin. Stream all six episodes now. We're back and we're going to continue our conversation on dumplings. Uh, this coming Sunday, Chicago holds their annual World Dumpling Fest that takes place at Navy Pier. I think they did it last year, but they do all types of dumplings, all kind of cuisines that do kind of things wrapped in dough. Um, so they, it's, it's besides uh, dumplings, you can get empanadas, pot stickers. There's a... Uh, the restaurants include, if you heard of some of these, Kizan Creole Restaurant, Filipino Kitchen, Subo Filipino Kitchen, Herb, never heard of that, uh, Himalayan Restaurant, there's uh, Auntie Joy's Jamaican Kitchen, Grand Mongolian Hot Pot, Vivi's African Restaurant. So they really, it's like an international, truly global dumpling fest. Interesting. I yeah. love all of those yeah, that so. you mentioned. Big so, fan of empanadas, do you, When you're in Chicago, have you, have you done dim sum in Chicago? Like a like restaurant like Phoenix. No, it's you probably think it should be on everyone's bucket list. Yeah, I'm guessing, yeah. like I my my go to dumplings is uh, either the shumai, which is usually a shrimp or a mixture of pork and shrimp, or the haogao, which is a shrimp dumpling wrapped in this kind of translucent uh, dough, kind of I think it's kind of rice gluten flour kind of thing that makes it kind of looks see through. Um, those are some of my favorite dumplings. Taro dumplings are fried. Uh, taro dumpling stuff with like taro and mushrooms and pork that's really good um then there's the the buns they have these steamed buns barbecue buns and baked barbecue buns oh, love it but if you ever if you plan to go to the dumpling fest maybe make a stop at uh, phoenix and chinatown and get some uh, dim sum as well because i don't see i don't see any places in, from chinatown on here at least i don't recognize any on this list there's also pierogies at this dumpling fest. And it's uh, September 29th at the Navy Pier. We'll post links to that at our website at radiomilwaukee.org slash thisbites. Next, going back to the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine, you wrote about a cooking school. Can you uh, elaborate on this cooking school and what uh, what's it all about? This, Yeah, this has been a cooking school that has been several years in the making. Uh, when Glorioso's Italian market moved from its old location across the street uh, to its new one, which, you know, now that's been... I don't know, probably six years in their new location, mm -hmm. something like that. Um, they uh, still held on to that old location on Brady Street, you know, and with the thinking that they would do something with it. Well, here it is. This is their their catering company, their um, and their their private event space, and their cooking school, and they're calling it Appetito. Okay. All right, uh, and. Um, it is really sleek. It's a very cool space. Uh, I stopped in back in August. They were they were doing these kind of uh, happy hours. Like you could spend like a very small amount of money, stop in, have 
appetizers as much as you wanted, and there was a drink too, and you could just kind of okay. check out the new space. Um, plus, you got a voucher for like a two for one cooking class, which oh, cool. is very very cool. So the space where they do the cooking classes is all these like kind of kind of like uh, library tables. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So you kind of uh, can share a table with one or two students. And there's a lot of hands-on involvement in these classes. So I have not taken one yet, but I am really excited to because they're doing a lot of things like homemade pastas and polentas and things that are, I mean, obviously Italian. Um, They're doing classes that are also um, related to uh, like Italian aperitifs. Mm. So, um, you know, everything has that sort of um, that sort of culinary focus that is uh, in Italy. So, um, but I wanted to mention a few classes that they have coming up um, because I, if you go to their website, they definitely get, you know, at link, they will tell you about some of these classes um, and they, they look pretty good. Like for instance, on October 6th, they're doing uh, making fresh pasta with a carbonara sauce. Um, and uh, so you're going to be you're going to be pretty actively cooking and preparing food for most of this class. Classes are about two and a half to three hours. Um, and uh, you're going to be making a fresh spaghetti with um, their own spaghetti. So, so Glorioso Spaghetti Carbonara Sauce. Um, so if you know what a carbonara is, it's, a, it's like a sauce of eggs and cheese and pork and black pepper. It's very simple, but it's very classic and delicious. Okay. Um, so that class is coming up on October 6th. On October 12th, they have Exploring Polenta. You're going to be doing hands-on, again, a hands-on with a chef instructor. You're going to master hard and soft polenta because, mm-hmm. you know, there are two different kinds of polenta. Some people yeah. uh, will serve it differently. I call it grits. You call it grits. <laughs> um, okay. Um, you're also you're going to be making a soft Parmesan polenta served with Glorioso's signature red sauce and meatballs, mm. a savory polenta cake with bacon, blue cheese, apples, caramelized onion, and balsamic vinegar, a polenta crostini served with uh, a spring vegetable bruschetta, and then an orange and chocolate uh, shortbread cookies made with polenta. So, so essentially, it shows you how many you know how many applications you can mm. really find for polenta. Wow. Pretty cool. Um, and then another class, I, I mean, because this is actually really really useful. Um, they do knife skills, so learning knife skills. That's very important. And then preparing a three course meal and mm. knowing how to use your knives. So you can cut your, you can cut a Yeah, off. this is on October nineteenth, and the three course menu is Italian wedding soup, bruschetta alla or al pomodoro, and then almond and orange trifle. Um, but you're gonna really, they're really gonna focus on knife care, sharpening, honing, and different cutting styles. Okay. Because it's like the technique, like the, the most important thing, never use a dull knife. Oh, God. Right. Never. Every, yes. I know a lot of college kids out there are probably using dull knives out uh-huh. there to cut stuff. So that's the, that's the only one tip I have. Don't, and that's how you're going to cut yourself. Yeah. That's the best way to cut yourself with a dull knife. Uh-huh. Uh, next up is uh, we got another roundup that's in the Milwaukee Magazine. This time it's the Deer District. The, yeah. And then the whole little area over there uh, with the centerpiece being Five Serve Forum. Right now, going on Halloween fans, there's the Fear District. They transform that area to like haunted houses and Halloween theme stuff. So if you go down there, you have things for people to do during the um, off season during the uh, Fear District. So, well, I decided, you know, because I, I was noticing just how many restaurants have been opening around there, mm-hmm. or um, you know, just in the past few years, even before Fiserv opened. And kind of uh, 
you know, what is the best thing to order there? What's the best thing to order there? Maybe give you some tips on parking, especially if you're going to go to a show at Fiserv. So anyway, I um, included everything from Good City, um, Mecca, you know, they, that's the sports bar um, and has the ginormous screen in there, Punchbowl Social, Doc's Commerce uh, Barbecue, which um, really has, yeah. has good barbecue. Yep. Um, Carson's, which is not far, yeah. far away, a little chain. Tavern at Turner Hall. Yes, okay. that kind of re, re, sort of reopened as a new place uh, early this year, right? Uh, Maybe even longer than that. Mm-hmm. Longer? But it's Mike Idle who yep. uh, you know owns the Nomad World mm-hmm. Pub. And um, Old German Beer Hall was another one yeah. I added because I thought... You know, that's a really good place to, to really to get a beer, like a Bava- in a Bavarian environment, get, um, you know, those giant Munich style pretzels, like a smoked mm. brat, uh, kraut, uh, you know, a brat and kraut on a pretzel roll, that kind of thing. But so anyway, I, I tell you kind of, you know, a few things to get there and maybe some tips, as I said, on parking. Oh, cool. Again, that's also in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. Coming up, uh, we're going to talk about a supper club in Pewaukee. So is this a new place or what's no. the deal? No, 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 no. Um, why did you decide to write about this well, place? And what's it called, by yeah, the way? Yeah, for a couple of reasons. This is Jake's Steakhouse or Jake's Restaurant, which is out in like two, wow, it's way the heck out there, two, uh, 200th actually and like Capitol mm. Drive, but it's on Gumina Road, which is just off. It's like a little mm. side street kind of off of... Um, Capital Drive, um, and I've always loved Jake's. Jake's uh, kind of, it started. Um, so the owner is is Jake. Okay, yeah. he's Jake Jr. Jake Rep Local Jr. He and his wife um, own this restaurant, um, and uh, he bought it from his father. It started essentially back the very first Jake's opened in 1960 on North Avenue in Wauwatosa in 67 the Jake's that is at its present location opened eventually the one in Wauwatosa closed this one has stayed open has taken been taken over by the son Jake Jr who's like a classically trained mm. chef and he's just a great steakhouse and supper club and um, recently, um, I was watching them because for a little while, well, you know, they're they're the kind of place that they're really interested in classic, staying classic, but also kind of keeping up with um, how things are evolving. Okay. Just in, and so they're always kind of like trying to better themselves a little bit, but not staying far away from that classic who they are um, traditional type mm-hmm. of focus. So anyway. Um, so I just did kind of like a revisit after many years. I haven't really written about them in a long time. And I just, I love their steaks. They're, it's a great place to get appetizers like rumaki, truffle, you know, the truffle deviled eggs. They have a wonderful panko and hazelnut crusted walleye. Um, they have different specials during the week. Um, classic cocktails. Um, and one of the recent things that they added, partly because... You know, this is something we're seeing as a trend, mocktails. They brought their own mocktail yeah, that's, menu. That's, 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 that's popping up everywhere. That's popping up mm-hmm. everywhere. So that's a new thing. You know, again, for those of us who are like, you know what, they you maybe want to stop with one drink and move on yeah. non-alcoholic, or you just don't want to drink for yeah, that. Yeah, you, know, you, you know that you're driving or you want exactly. you want to have that flavor, but you don't want to be, you know. Right. And one of the things I love about Jake's, um, something you don't see very often, the dessert tray, mm-hmm. where the server actually comes out with this tray of like <laughs> six different desserts, 
all on this tray and it shows them to you. That's okay. a, instead of giving you a menu yeah. where yeah. you're like, oh, do I want this? I don't know what it looks like. That's called like. marketing. That's called really good marketing. Mm, yes. And so, you know, it's a kind of tray that always has like creme brulee, um, sometimes like a cobbler, a chocolate dessert. There's always a fruit dessert on there, like a, a pavlova. Um, there's a sundae. It's you. It's really hard to get out of Jake's mm. without having dessert. Oh, cool. Um, and I'm going to round out uh, this week's edition of This Bites with a pop-up happy mm-hmm. at Laughing Taco, but it's not tacos going to be there. It's going to be something... Nope. Um, not what you expect at a taco place. No, it's a, it's definitely quite different. And this is coming up on October 20th. So uh, Laughing Taco is bringing something a little bit different just mm-hmm. for this once a year pop-up. Um, Chicago native chef Jennifer Kim mm-hmm. um, owns a restaurant uh, called Pazerato, um, something that she opened in 2017. Again, this is down in Chicago. But she's always had this love of cured fish. Um, this comes from... Um, her previous uh, history when she was she was running a critically acclaimed seafood micro deli called Snaggletooth, which specializes <laughs> like in <laughs> unique varieties of house cured fish yeah. and hand rolled bagels. So, the, so very interesting. Um, and so, she, at once a year, she does a Snaggletooth pop up. This year, the Snaggletooth pop up is in Milwaukee at okay. Laughing Taco. It's on October twentieth. Um, there's going to be these kind of wonderful fresh baked bagels and um, different house cured fish so like trout pastrami gravlax lime cured hamachi smoked sturgeon yes sounds really good yeah so um, i gotta get her to like not do pop-ups but actually open up up a shop here you can pre-order um for pickup as well um but uh i don't know it just sounds really delicious um, I'm, I'm imagining that, that Justin Carla is going to do something pretty interesting too, to combine, you know, along with hmm. maybe doing a taco with the fish. I don't know. Maybe a little Mexican yeah. twist on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. So that sounds really, really fun. Um, but, uh, so they're going to have different open face bagels with the classic Gravlox trout pastrami. There's also a platter that apparently you can get. Um, so, uh, again, this is on October 20th okay. at Laughing Taco. Cool. Well, that wraps up this edition of This Bites. This Bites produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and, of course, generosity from our membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org or iTunes, Spotify, NPR, or anywhere you get your podcasts. As always, and stay hungry. And keep that malord cold. Nice, nice. You know, as we get into winter, it, it gets a little more challenging to say, yeah. keep the malord cold. Well, you need to have a little sip before we do this. That's, what the, pro- that's what the problem is. You, know, you, haven't, I know. Been, you, you haven't been doing your uh, daily dose. I haven't been, no. Your no. tablespoon of malort. Right. That's right. To keep, the way, keep the way the virus is. Yep. Anyway, have a great weekend. You too. Maybe I see you in Chicago for the dumpling. Yeah, place. maybe. Cool.